theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give theology to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. All Things Theology. All Things Theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give theology to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Yo, grace and peace, guys. It's K Dub, and I'm back again for another video review. Sorry if you can hear that slight uh, buzz in the background. It's because they decided it was the perfect time to mow the grass on uh, today. So sorry, sorry for that. But I wanted to get this video done. I saw a video on Twitter making its ways around. Many people were responding to it, so I thought I'd do a video to it. Um, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman herself is an atheist, and she posts this video saying there is no hell. You know, she promised it. She's very emphatic. You know, you do not need to fear. Uh, Sarah Silverman is here. <laughs> you know, and so we're going to get into that. And we're going to talk about why I believe that atheists are some of the most religious people you will ever meet. You know, many people say, well, you know, atheists, oh, I'm not religious. You know, that's kind of like, well, if you have a God, you're religious. Uh, or if you, you know, worship a you know, deity, you're religious, but we're going to see how religious atheists are, especially the the fire-breathing, militant, God-hating atheist. You know, we're going to see how, um, you know, religious they are. And it, it reminds me of a, a quote that was said, um, that atheists know two things, that there is no God and that they hate him, you know. <laughs> And I think, you know, there's there's some uh, some truth to, you know, what, what that quote is getting at. And so let's get into it and let's talk about hell. If you're in the range of my voice right now and you're someone who believes and fears hell, let me release you of that fear right now. There is no hell. I promise you. I promise you. I mean, what do I... Yeah, what do you know, right? <laughs> right, she promises emphatically there is no hell, which kind of goes really against the atheistic, you know, framework. Generally, an atheistic framework, you know, I, I, I think her dad shared that framework that there is no objective truth. So how can she emphatically say that there is no hell? She promises, she says this is ultimate truth. You know, if there's anything we know, it's that there is no hell. You know, and I'm going to get into it a little later, but man, just see the religiosity. You see it. Let's keep going. No, but I believe it with my whole heart. I mean, oh, hold on, hold on, wait a second. Wait a second, Sarah. <laughs> what if I use the counter argument? There is God. I believe it with my whole heart. It doesn't make it true. Right, you would say. Believing something with your whole heart does not mean it's not true. Or doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> and so, you're, you're appealing to what? Your, your gut feeling? Your, your <laughs> I don't know, intuition? Um, your experience? Because you never experienced it's not true? Well, on that basis, then, death isn't true. Because you never died before, right? But someone else has died. Oh, okay, well, I can use the same argument. Someone else is going to hell. You know, and so... <laughs> uh, let, me, let me say this, because someone would may, may challenge why I believe in hell. Well, I believe in hell on the objectivity of a revelational word of God. 
the one who knows all things, has revealed hell is real and exists. So that's why I believe in hell. And I believe I have a, a, a standard to stand on, a foundation to stand on, not just emotion, not just, uh, just I've never exp experienced, unlike Sarah Silverman. Let's keep going. I was in New York before COVID. I was in New York and um, some kids were leaving. A Catholic school had just let out and they were leaving with their, you know, the kids were walking out of the school and I couldn't help myself. I go, there's no hell. <laughs> so, so the kids, these Catholic kids are leaving. And I'm not Catholic, by the way. You guys who watch this channel know that. Um, I disagree with many of Catholic doctrines, but that's besides the point. So these kids are leaving Catholic school, minding their own business, right? And here she comes. She just screams, there's no hell. <laughs> Sarah Silverman is here. I say so, right? Uh, look how religious she is. You know what she is, guys, when, when she was doing this? She was a street preacher, streeching, preaching the fundamental tenets and doctrines of atheism. Now, many would say, well, you know, atheists, atheists have no doctrine. Well, of course they do. And, or they may say something like, well, she's... Saying there's no hell isn't saying something positive. Well, it's a reflection of your positive doctrine and ideology. She's saying there is no hell because she doesn't believe in supernaturalism and things like that, and afterlife. So it is a ref so I always tell people, t if, even if you tell me what you don't believe, there are things that, you know, many times you can conclude what a person does believe. I do not believe there are multiplicity of gods. I'm not a polytheist. So it would be right to conclude me as a monotheist. Now, what kind of monotheist? Okay, I get you. I, fair. But I think you guys see the point I'm making. But see the, the religiosity? And not only that, she's just picking on kids. Like, <laughs> Sarah Silverman, I would love to have a conversation with you about this. Like, say this to an adult. Say this to, you know, someone who knows what they're talking about. Like, don't just, don't just try to pick on these kids, like, who, I, I guarantee they don't even know how to defend hell, even if they believe in it. And so, yeah, pick on someone your own size, you know? <laughs> put them up, put them up, put them up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on now, let's, let's be mature. And, you know, on, let's keep going. And one boy looked back, he goes, What? I go, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult, and I'm telling you, I promise you, there is no hell. And the friend I was with said, you can't tell other people's kids there isn't hell. I was like, I guess, but like, I don't know, what, am I ruining hell for them? But if you are listening to me and you fear hell, Please let me release you of it. And I promise you're not going to be a crueler person because you don't believe in hell. So, you know, here, here she is. She's promising you. Not based on any object, objectivity, but appealing to her being an adult. Her whole heart, you know, emotion, experience, whatever. But here she is indoctrinating these kids. You know, many people talk about, well, Christians indoctrinate. Everyone indoctrinates. Indoctrinates is, uh, you know, a negative connotation word, but it's a true thing. It's, a, it's not a bad thing. 
indoctrinating people. It's, it's teaching them principles. Um, yeah, you're, you're teaching someone. Yeah, so everyone indoctrinates. Here she was indoctrinating these kids. She was, she was being a street preacher <laughs> for, for atheism, you know. And I, I really gets into her view of justice. Here's why I believe in hell also from a uh, justice standpoint, that there will not be no misjustice. Either Christ has paid for your sin, and that's how justice is satisfied, or you will for an eternity in hell. Now many people say, well, that's not fair. How can, you know, a, a, a holy God punish you for a finite measure of sins? Well, the assumption is that you stop sinning in hell. You don't. <laughs> so you will continue sin, sinning in word, thought, and deed, and God will continue to punish. But in her view, th th and this is the problem with atheism on some levels, that misjustice, th there will be all sorts of misjustice, injustices in this world. And there, there will never be no time for that payment. And that's why atheists, many atheists, are so bent on getting that judgment now. I mean, 30, 40 years after the crime has been taken place, I mean, they must punish it. You know, I, I can't remember the senator's name, but um, where he was accused of um, sexual assault against uh, some woman, right? Long periods before. And they were like, we have to, turns out he didn't do it, but <laughs> turns out, you know, you know, that. But they have to get that punishment now because there is no final judgment. You know, man is the measure of all judgments. And so I, I think that's an important thing to add to this discussion. Feels good to be good. Wait, whoa, whoa, good. Feels good to be good. What is good? <laughs> What is, the, what is your arbitrary standard of good, Sarah? How, how do you know what good is? Is it objective? Because if it's not objective, it's subjective, which saying it feels good to be good in that arbitrary sense is it feels as potato to be a potato. I mean, what does that even mean? You know, it's just my standard of good or society's subjective arbitrary standard of good, but I mean, it's... I mean, it's, it's, it's meaningless. <laughs> it feels good to be kind. Whoa, 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 kind? Why does it feel good to be kind? Why should I be kind? Why, why doesn't it feel good to be hateful? Why doesn't it feel good to be a, a liar? I, 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 you know, what, what, fill in the evil <laughs> that she's already borrowing from the Christian worldview, but then rejects the hell part, you know, the justice part. <laughs> why, does, why does it feel good to you? What about the people who says feels good to be evil? There are a lot of, you know, people that feel that way. You're borrowing from the Christian worldview, Sarah. <laughs> and you don't even realize it. You know, you're still going to make the same mistakes either way. But I promise you, that if there's hell, may God strike me dead right now. In Right now. <laughs> I was at I was preaching on a street one time and I remember an atheist saying something like this if God exists, he could kill me right now, you know, as if God has to submit to her own foolishness, you know, his own foolishness. Like <laughs> you know, it's like, man, it's 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 wild the evidence that atheist demands, you know. If he's real right now, he just show himself right now. 
okay, there God, God doesn't exist, you know, of course, I knew it, you know, it's like. <laughs> See? No God. <laughs> there we go, just like that. God does not exist based on that hard-hitting evidence. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> just crazy, man, just crazy, but. Man, we need to be thinking through our worldview. This is really important. And this is what the atheists must do. They must borrow from the worldview. You saw her in that very statement. She's rejecting Christianity, rejecting the Christian God, and then saying, it feels good to be good. It feels good to be kind. Based on what standard? I mean, there is no standard of goodness in an atheistic system. No objective. I mean, there's no better reason to be kind than it is to be hateful i mean not objectively at least i mean you may are you may try to make a subjective argumentation but it's not innate it's not you know demanded that someone act this way objectively that is and so yeah i thought i would respond to sarah silverman's uh childish argumentation and show her how it is not reasonable and if she would love to have a conversation about this, hey, I'm more than willing. And so <laughs> hopefully that could happen. And so, hey, guys, hope you enjoyed this video. Grace and peace.